Hey, it's Angela Yee from Way Up with Angela Yee. Imagine swapping your car keys for a chance to move your body, better mental health, connecting with your community, and creating memories without spending money. Join me and embrace nature's pace by taking a walk, hike, or a bike ride with Rails to Trails Conservancy, because our time on the trail is so much more than a day outside. Get ideas for getting outside at reelstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Reels to Trails. Hey, ladies, it's Angela Yee. As women, we put our hearts into everything. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month, and it's time to focus on our heart health. Release the Pressure wants to help black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. During High Blood Pressure Education Month, let's help get to our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. That's iHeartRadio.com slash RTP. Hey fam, I'm Simone Boyce. I'm Danielle Robay. And we're the hosts of The Bright Side, the podcast from Hell of Sunshine that's guaranteed to light up your day. Like our recent episode with sisters Regina and Raina King about the why behind their production company, Royal Ties. We have such a huge love for storytelling without walls, without barriers. Listen to The Bright Side from Hello Sunshine on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now I support the real, so I'm going to tune in every day. Way up. <laughs> you are now tuned in to Angela. What I call her. Yeah. <laughs> Case of the Mondays, but it's a positive case. I'm Angela Yee, and Mayno is in the building. New Mayno. One hey. more time, one more time. New Mayno. New Mayno. get my volume together, man. Mayno. Happy man. Monday. What's happening? What a weekend. First of all, you in here wearing your same clothes from yes. last night. This is one of those days when uh, yesterday and today blended together. <laughs> this is not even a morning show. We come, I mean, it starts in the morning, but. Yeah, man, I live a rough life sometimes. Mayno uh, said, if I, not, if I don't get to sleep by four, I just say forget it. <laughs> I'm like, come on. My, no, listen, because I got to come from Jersey. So I get up, right I get there. up. Nah, I gotta get up by like seven, seven thirty. Okay, that's the time I get up. Just to be here on time. So if I if I haven't really really been to sleep by about four, just stay up. Just stay up for a little while. Hey, way up. I want to see now. Um, before we started the show, I was sitting in here with Mano and I was playing him some Donna Summer's music. Because, yeah, you know, there's she, a, yeah, a Donna Summer documentary. I didn't know she did all those songs, though. Yeah, I was going through it. I was like, listen, I know a lot about music because my parents, um, they really collected, like, a lot of vinyl when I was growing up. So I used to listen to everything. But there's a, a documentary, Love to Love You, Donna Summer. And it talks about her whole story. And I also had read, I was telling you, David Geffen's mm-hmm. biography. It's called The Operator. And in that book, they talk about how he signed Donna Summer thinking that she was going to be, and he paid a lot of money to get her off her label Casablanca and paid all this money and then she became a born again Christian Christian mm. and did a guy and she did a rock album and he was tight because I guess he thought he was going to get a good return on his and then, investment and then she came back and then she came back man we got to watch this I think we should have like is a it on, watch what, party what is it on I think it's on HBO I cannot I'm really yeah it's on HBO 
So we're going to watch that Love to Love You, Donna Summer. I love a good um, documentary. Love documentaries. Yes. Is it out now? It's out now. You know who else had a good one? Teddy Pendergrass. You ever watch his? I watched that, yep. That was good, I too. I watched that. Uh, it was good because he had recordings of himself telling his own story, yes, too. Yes, 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 yes. It was sad, though. Okay. All right. Well, let's get this show started with some positivity. Is it a lot of action going on in this building? Is it? It's a lot of action. Um, but we'll get into it. 800-292-5150. But let's do some positive things. Let's shine a light on them. All right. That's where we do something positive. You shine a light and shout out somebody who is doing something amazing. And you want to show some love. That's how we like to start off the week, the day, all the time. Just showing some love. 800-292-5150. It's way up with Angela. You shine a light on them. I'm going to shine. Turn your lights on, y'all. Turn your lights on. Spreading love to those who are doing greatness. It's time to shine a light on them. Yes, it is Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee and... New Mano. New Mano is yeah, here. And we on, are shining baby. a light. 800-292-5150. And today, I want to shine a light. You want to shine a light? I want to shine a light on our New York Liberty. New York Liberty. Yes. You got to come to a WNBA game. I feel like I went to one. Okay. But I feel like I was I was so distracted by being in a... Um, I don't think I was. I don't think I sat on the floor though. Oh, I get you I on the I was floor. In the room. But shout out to our New York Liberty, by the way, who won yesterday. They were playing against the Indiana Fever. We won ninety seventy three, mm. and we got some great players on the squad. So Brianna Stewart, uh, Sabrina Ionescu, y'all got to come and watch some of these games. When I tell you, it was packed in there. I'm gonna show you a video, but it was absolutely packed in there. It was their first home game. Packed like Nets pack. Yeah. It really? really was. Like, all the seats on the floor were taken. Nice. Yeah, so um, uh, Clara Wu was there. She's mm-hmm. one of the owners. Mm-hmm. So she was there, too. And it's just a great experience. And I feel like a lot of people are supporting women's basketball right now. Right. It's a good time for us. Um, I said us like I play. You but do. <laughs> I did play basketball when I was what, younger. What position were you? I was a point guard. <laughs> I definitely would tear you up, Mano. I already could tell you right yeah, now. Yeah, you so cap. Why are you so cap on a Monday? I was. And you think you can beat me in basketball? For a right, thousand, like, I can like, tell. Right, like a right, now, you can tell. right now, right now. Let's this go. So I have bad. a court we can play on. Let's oh, go. Oh my god, this is so bad. All right, this is gonna go bad. Yeah. Okay. Eight hundred two nine two fifty one fifty. Dustin, who do you want to shine a light on? Yes, I, I want to shine a light on my wife Cecilia. Man, I just want to give her flowers and the respect that she deserves. Mm-hmm. She's a mobile groomer here in Odessa, Texas, and she's been going two years strong. So I'm very proud of her, and I just want to give her. Her flowers, so. Ooh, Cecilia, uh, you said she's a mobile what? A mobile dog groomer. Oh, that's dope. Yeah, they groom dogs. They you guys have dogs, yes. too? Yes, we do. We have a pit bull and two schnauzers, so we can move up to grooming and stuff like that. So That's a great business, because dogs are like people's kids, for real. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Uh, thank, you guys. thank you guys for having me this morning. Uh, I listen to you guys every morning, and uh, All right. y'all have a good day. Thank you. Uh, have a good shout day. out to you, Cecilia. Thank you. Peace, man. Oh. Peace. <laughs> well, I had a time thugged out for a second. Peace. Peace, man. <laughs> hey, Erica. What's good? Hey, how you doing? Good. How are you? I am good. Good morning. Who you want to shine a light on? I want to shine a light on Kim Jackson. She is the founder of a nonprofit organization called Doing Good in the Hood. Mm-hmm. Doing Good in the Hood. We like that. I like that. What is what is that um, doing good in the hood do? Well, like every month, almost single handedly, Kim goes to underserved communities in South 
Florida and Atlanta, and she gives out free items, toiletries, gently used clothes and shoes, mm. and pretty much almost every month, she's in a roundabout way doing it on her own. And That's so dope. I want to shine a lot on Tim. Okay. Yes, it's pretty dope. I like that. Yeah, doing like good too. in the hood. Doing thank good in the cook. Doing good in the hood. That's right. Well, thank you for calling. Yeah. You're welcome. Thank you. All right. Well, that was Shine a Light on them. 800-292-5150. In case you couldn't get through, you can always leave a message and we'll play it during Last Word. When we come back, we have your Yee and let's talk about Kim Kardashian and her single mother struggles. Y'all do not have no sympathy. Let's see what you think. It's way up. They say it's truth in the room. Ah! From industry shade to all the gossip. Angela's spilling that yee tea. Yes, it is way up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee. And my guy, Mayno, is here. New Mayno! Woo! <laughs> he loves his job. Yeah. I, I'm happy that you enjoy it so much. I love much. that drop. All right. Well, you're not going to love this story. Gabrielle Union has been spotted out. And it was rumors that she... Oh, not Gabrielle Sorry, Megan Good. I meant to say I, Megan I don't Good. have no, no feelings about that. Why do you think that I have? But Megan Good was spotted holding hands at LAX with Jonathan Majors. So <laughs> it looks like they are a couple. They were waiting for the private jet and they were leaning in close. Now, there were rumors that the two of them were dating and then people were saying, well, maybe they're just, you know, it's friends. true. <laughs> it's true. It is true. Yeah, it's true. So it looks like uh, Megan Good has found someone now. Great for her. What? Great All right, her. no, you had a little thing for Megan Good, I though, mean, for a hot second. Allegedly. Allegedly, yeah. Allegedly. All right, so shout out to them. It looks like it's it's really happening. All right, Kim Kardashian, she was on On Purpose with Jay Shetty, and he was asking her about having kids, and she asked him, you know, do you have any kids? She was like, because this is, and he doesn't yet, but that's why he was asking her a lot of questions about parenthood. And here's what she had to say about parenting. I'd say parenting is the thing that has taught me the most about myself. It has been the most challenging thing. There are nights I cry myself to sleep, like what just happened, you know, with all the moods and the personalities and there's no one there. Like it's, it's me to play good cop and bad cop. There's nothing that can prepare you. Anyone that says, Oh, we're waiting to have X amount of money in the bank. Oh, we're waiting to have a home before we have kids. Oh, I'm waiting for this job to come in before we have kids. You are never prepared. Now, I saw these headlines going around saying that Kim Kardashian talks about crying herself to sleep, being a single parent. And a lot of people were upset about that. But I didn't feel like that's what this was. You know what it is, is people associate being a single parent with being a single struggling parent Mm -hmm. with no help at all. Right. She has a lot of help. And we understand that she has a lot of help. But that's not to say that, and for her, that she doesn't have difficulties or times when she cries herself. Right. It could be for various reasons. It could be just because she feels like, you know, she's single, technically not with the husband. Right. And she has four children. And I'm sure no matter what, like she said, parenting is really hard. That's the only way she can describe it. It's the most rewarding job in the world. But you just can't prepare but for the, it. But the world is not like that. The world don't want to hear it from her. They don't want to yeah, hear it from her. Hear it. But it, and that's hard because you want to share things about yourself and your life and be open and honest. But then people attack you because yeah. she probably really does. Yeah. And she's probably right, but and you got she's people sharing like, that. But then it's also like, well, what about? Shut up. You got a billionaire. <laughs> I'm struggling for real. Oh, gosh. All right. Shensia is giving away 10 MacBooks. Plus, she's also paying off two tuitions, and that's for her Yang Day. She does that every year on May 20th. Here's what she had to say. 
Happy Yang Day to my Shen Yangs. I love you guys so much. And you know, on this date every year, I give back to you guys for giving me all the love and the support that you give. This year, I'm paying off two students' college tuitions as well as I'm giving away 10 MacBook Pros. You can check my Snap for specific instructions. Today, make sure to say stream Shen like no other. I love that she's doing that. Having a laptop is like, um, you know, when you're, yes, when you're in school, it is, it's a luxury. You know what I'm saying? It is a necessity, but it's also a luxury and a MacBook Pro. I mm-hmm. mean, I remember being in college. I didn't have a laptop. I actually had to go to the computer center all really? the time. To, yeah, to actually. struggling ye. <laughs> wow. I was in college. But I, I mean, it wasn't a big deal, but I'm just saying it is a nice luxury to be able to have your own laptop where you can just be in your room or go wherever well, and, you and work. You have one of those, um, what is it, Acer? What is it? What's the Acer? And I definitely laptop. had no MacBook. I had, I forget what type. Yeah, it wasn't no yeah. MacBook at all, period. So, yeah. all right. And um, that is your Yeetie. When we come back, we have About Last Night. Now, it's still last night for Maino. Yes, it is. He got his glasses on in here, yeah. the same clothes from last night. He don't stink, though. <laughs> all right. It's way up with Angela Yee. Last night. So, About Last Night. Last night. Last night. Here's how it went down. Yes, it is Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee. And my guy, Mano, is here, my BRF. How come my volume is always low? Yeah, turn his... Yeah. There we go. New Mano. Let's go. Now, Mano, you're still wearing your clothes from yesterday. Yeah, because last night turned into today. So what did you do yesterday? Um... Shout out to everybody that had every, every everything to do with the uh, Biggie event. It was Biggie's birthday. Uh, happy birthday, Big! You know how we feel about Big Ben mm-hmm. Stop Brooklyn. Um, they had a dope event over at uh, Hudson Yards at the okay. Edge. It was really nice. Oh wow! So really, really nice. So it was what was it like? A celebration of his life? Yeah, a celebration of life. And then you know it's uh, the 50th year of of hip hop. Yes. So there's a lot going on in the city, and um, yeah, they, it was like a, a a big party, a celebration of his life, what he meant. Um, there was some speeches given. Um, shout out to Ruben Diaz. He was here. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember your first time meeting Biggie? I never met Biggie. You never met Biggie? No. I, I, so I didn't really meet him, meet him. It was just like a brief hello. Mm. But there used to be this roller skating rink in Jersey called The Rink. The Rink, right. And I was there. He was there when he was just happened to be standing right by me. And I was like, oh, it's... and it was kind of early on. And I remember one time because B- Party and BS. That was one of the first big songs. Remember, right. it was on a soundtrack. Right. Uh, who's soundtrack? the man? Yeah, who's, who's the man? man? Was on Who's the man soundtrack. So I was at Jones Beach, and Biggie was there performing. And you know the part where the fight breaks out mm-hmm. in the song, and then every but people think it's a real fight. Right, right. But it was super early on. It was before. That was the only song he had at that time. And he mm-hmm. was at Jones Beach performing. And the fight broke out part happened, and everybody and started people running. thought that it was really a fight. Yeah. Yep. Did you, did you not introduce yourself to, to him? No, I'm not really, you know, I wasn't. Hey, I'm Angela Yee. I'm going to be so huge. And I didn't know who, what I was going to end up doing. Big, <laughs> I had no big. idea what I was going to end up doing. But yeah, so, you know, I think that's somebody that I'm sure we both would have loved to have been able to be like. Yeah, indeed. I mean, and you know, he inspired so many artists. He inspired me. You mm-hmm. know, he was the first artist that made me feel like, man, I could do this. Right. That's dope. Yeah, definitely. And he had a double album with no skips. No skips. No skips. That's not an Classic. easy thing to do. All right, so that is your about last night into today. I was actually at a wedding over the weekend. Shout out to my cousin Julie. Julie and Kyle, that's her husband. Right. And so she got married 
at a farm. Congratulations, cuz. Yes, it was upstate New York. But my dad, oh my gosh, talk about embarrassing. <laughs> I have to get prepared anytime I know my dad is going to be around. That's a good thing, Especially though. Especially in front of people. Your dad is a movie. So he doesn't really drink, and it was open bar. So there's two things about my dad from yesterday, from Saturday. He doesn't drink, but he also is very cheap. So if there's an open bar and the drinks are free, he's, he's going for it. Right. And he was getting all different kinds of Skipping things. Skipping the line. First, yeah, he cut the line. Because I was like, the line was kind of long to get drinks. And then he got up after me. And then I see him walk back with a drink. I'm like, how did you get a drink so fast? And he's like, I cut the line. And I'm like, all right. He's like, go tell them who you are. Go cut the line. <laughs> I'm like, it's a wedding. I'm not cutting the line. <laughs> At a wedding. <laughs> That's so rude. He's crashing. And yes, and so he had a bear. Then he had some other, he had an old-fashioned. He didn't even know what it was. Then he had a mule. He was d- drinking all different kinds of things. He was drinking red wine. Didn't matter to him. And then he was like, I'm feeling a little woozy. Yeah. Take it easy. But yeah, so that was my um, my weekend. I did that. And then my co- my um, goddaughter graduated from college. Congrats. Yes, Kaya. She went to St. John's. So Sent congratulations. Nice text, yeah, she sent me a nice, nice text. Nice text, yeah. I went to take her to the grill, of course. Okay. In Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. Melissa. Um, yeah, with my girl Melissa. So I took um I took her to the grill and I went to the New York. I had a very active weekend. And I have an Airbnb upstate New York in the Catskills, so I was there as well. I'm gonna be doing something special with Airbnb oh, that I'm excited oh, you for. Lit, lit. <laughs> I had a, I feel like I worked a lot this weekend, Man, so I'm look, ready for a break. Work is fun. Yeah, it is. I enjoy it. So that is your about last night. Now you know what's about to happen. Hey, listen, I you need know everybody. You know why here? Not only is it a Monday main ovation Everybody, day. I need everybody <laughs> to tap in, call up, get your best <laughs> secrets together. Please call in. And I'm not talking about now. I'm talking about right now. Tell us a secret from last night, Mano. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why do you keep trying to get my secrets out, though? My uh, secrets stay You can stay be anonymous. Secrets. Be anonymous. Yeah, I'm going to call in one day. All right. Well, 800-292-5150. And um, you guys call us up. Tell us a secret. Again, it's no judgment on our end. Not even from Mano. He has some nerve judging. Okay? I didn't I didn't never sign that contract. Mano, by the way, showed me some footage of him playing basketball. When you talk hey, about... Listen. And hold on, we don't. We're not gonna do this because it's a lose lose. I can't beat you because if I beat you, then say, "Oh, come on, man, it's Angela, you can't beat." Me. Mano has a nerve to say he's gonna dunk on me like Mano can dunk. <laughs> Stop it. Eight hundred two nine two fifty one fifty. Tell us a secret. Hey, ladies, it's Angela Yee. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month. It's crucial for us, especially as black women, to focus on our heart health. We pour our heart and soul into every aspect of our lives, but often our own health takes a back seat. That's where Release the Pressure comes in. It's all about us, black women, seeing self-care as an essential act of self-preservation. Whether it's for yourself, your family, or our community, your health is invaluable. Let's help get to our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Here's how you can join in. Head on over to iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. Let's make our health a priority. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP today. Together, we can make a difference in our health and our lives. Join us and let's take care of our hearts together. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes... I guess identify the life that I want and and work towards it. I never seen a man 
take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Uh, thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Shh. This is a judgment-free zone. Tell us a secret. Ooh-wee, tell us a secret. (laughs) It is way up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee, and Mano is here. Why are you whispering? Because it's time for Tell Us a Secret. That's when people get to call in and anonymously. Also and tell us all their business. See, there you go. There you go, Mano. Judging. Let's go. All right. So, again, 800-292-5150 is a number. Y'all have been telling us some amazing secrets, by the way. Amazing. What's been your favorite so far, Mano? Um, you always like the ones where people are legends. Yeah, I like those. You know, some, some guys out there are gonna, really going to get schools named after them. You know? <laughs> Really get Home statues, <laughs> statues erected, you know, in their name, their likeness. Um, there's, 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 there's some nice ones out there. And there's man. some ones that make you so mad, okay, because yeah, it's still that, a code. I still was bothered by that 42000 that was stole from... He's still, you know, the exact from the number. Cu- <laughs> from the cousin. And I was like, you ain't even give it back, though. Right, and invested in some other things. Right, you just And stole then thought it. you was going to... What the funniest thing is when people do messed up things, they look to Mano like he's going to agree. Yeah, they felt like I'm griping. Well, let's see how be. that is today. 800-292-5150. Hello, Anonymous Caller. How are you? I'm good. Hi, Angela Yee. Hi. Now, um, let's just act like Mano's not here because I don't want him to judge. Um, but what is your tell care. us a secret? Okay, so I moved to a different city to be with my boyfriend, and he cheated on me and had a baby. <gasps> but I got my lick back before he did. I had cheated on him and had a baby and had an abortion, and he didn't know. Oh, wait, wait, wait. You, you didn't have a baby. You had so you had an abortion. You got pregnant. Yeah, I was pregnant. When we got together, he don't know that. Wow. So you was pregnant when you first met him? Well, yeah, when we got together and he didn't know. So you was sleeping with somebody else unprotected? Yeah. Okay. Um, and, and you stayed you stay with him? Yeah, we was together for a year, but he had a baby on me. So we broke up. But I wasn't mad because I already had the baby on him. Oh, my god! But gosh. You, you didn't have the baby. You no, had an abortion on him. on him. Yeah, I had an abortion, but I got pregnant on him. So oh you let gosh. the other. So you basically let let another man 
Yes, she did. And he basically did it to another woman. Right, but you... You're exactly. Still, you still dealing with the other man because you didn't stop with, after the pregnancy. No, but we, we broke up and you, I ain't dealing with no So you had a man and a boyfriend. Yeah. Oh, well, that relationship was doomed. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for sharing. There's no judgment. Thank you. Bye. No, we judge. You are a demon. What? I don't care, man. You Mano. are a demon. <laughs> we judge it. I'm toxic. Yes. <laughs> we know. She don't care, Mano. Okay. <laughs> hey, Anonymous Caller. How are you? Hey, morning time on y'all. You, you and Mano. What's up, bro? What's your um, secret? Hey, they ain't even gonna lie, man. You know, the government been giving out that money over the past couple of years. I went and applied me a PPP loan yesterday, man. I got approved. <laughs> Ooh. Do you have a real business or it's a little shaky? Uh, I ain't, I ain't even gonna count. I created me a, uh, one of them EI. I got, I got an EIN, but, man, I ain't been doing no type of business, though, but I'm about to slide. I'm about to come up state. How Bruh. much they gave hey. you? Hey, man, they gave me 1.5. Hey. What? Yeah, man, you know, I'm finna go all out, man. They're gonna <laughs> I would be remiss to not tell you, be careful because they cracking down on people. So, oh, you yeah. know. Oh, On that 1.5. Well, thank you for sharing. All right, y'all have a good You too, for now. <laughs> 1.5. Sheesh. What, what lies did he tell? He just got an EIN. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, it ain't Ready? that easy. Hey, Anonymous Carla, how are you? Good, how are you? Good, good. We're with Mano. You want to tell us a secret? I do. I have new Mano beat. Because when we went to the movie theater, my four boys ran under the banister to the video games. Now, at the video games, they're in there. Mm-hmm. So we would go up to the counter and say, two adults. So my four kids would get in for free. <laughs> but, oh, wow. So, see, Mano always buys his tickets to the movie theater as a child. Right. So what? Hold on. What see, did they, oh, what her did four you? kids got in free. They would run under and play video games. Nice. Nice. But wait, what about, so there's no reserved seating where you go. They could just sit wherever. Yeah, this is years ago, and okay. my kids are in their late 20s, early so 30s. Okay. Old school theater. Yeah. Listen, I used to sneak from one, I would pay for one ticket and go see like three movies. That's about right. it. Right, and Angela Yee still brings food. In, I do, uh, I bring my own food. Yeah, she Is brings, that not allowed? Oh, oh she brings, always bring your own food. Yeah, you sneak it in your pocketbook. You know what I'm saying? She brings heroes and... Man, are you snitching? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm not I snitching. I feel I'm like just it. saying like... This is what you do. I'm just letting, letting the people know that like it's not me. it's not it's not a bad thing. <laughs> do your thing. Get over. All right. Well, look, she got away with it. She's good. Had a little extra money in her yeah. pocket. That's right. We did it. We did it so many times. <laughs> All right. Well, you could probably get away with it. Try it again. No. <laughs> but they're a little big now. <laughs> yeah, they're not running under the thing now. <laughs> so embarrassed. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I love you so much. I listen to you every morning. Thank you. I love you, too. Oh, take care. Take care. Why do you say, well, I love you? Why do you put that voice on? I love you, too. Because like, that's why, I love your you voice. voice. It's a, I love voice you, too. Of, right. It's not a, I love you, too. You want me to say it's, it like I you? I love you, too. I love you. Love you. <laughs> I love you. I love you back. <laughs> hey, Anonymous Caller. Tell us a secret. Okay. I work for five-star food vending. Mm-hmm. So... Anything that expires, I'm supposed to pull it and throw it in the garbage. Mm-hmm. But it's so many people out here that's homeless and hungry. I take it and I go around and give it to the homeless. Oh, 
that's that really nice. Right. You are a legendary yeah, person. Yeah, why throw, why throw that away when somebody could benefit from it? That's, right. that's a waste. That's what I keep saying. You would be amazed how many folks, people throw so much food and stuff away that it's still good and people is begging and hungry all the time. You don't know how many times homeless people have offered me stuff that they found just because I gave them food. And I'm like, nah, you know, just, I like helping people, you know, that's that's what makes me feel good. That's All really right. good of you. That's a good secret. See? I love you guys. Keep we love you too. Work, Keep spreading love, okay? And feeding the people. Yes, ma'am. No problem. Thank okay. you. Have a good day. All right. Well, that was your Tell Us a Secret. Thank you guys so much for sharing. We do always appreciate you. And when we come back, we have Yeetie. Let's talk about the splitting finances 50-50. For some reason, Gabrielle Union felt like she needed to explain herself even more. We'll tell you what she said. It's Way Up with Angela Yee. Yo, she about to blow the lid up off this pot. Let's get it. Oh, yeah. Angela's spilling that Yeetie. Come and get the tea. Yes, it is Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee and New Mano. Yeah, uh, listen, you you on point now. I like it. Yes, new Mano Yes, is here, and let's discuss. Gabrielle Union has elaborated on the comments that she made when she did her interview with Noah Callahan Bever on his Bloomberg series Idea Generation, and here's what she originally said about splitting finances fifty fifty with D Wade. I think I just have more responsibilities for my money, and I'm trying to find peace in the journey, not using my anxiety and scarcity mindset to be my engine. It's weird to say I'm head of household because in this household, we split everything 50-50. But in the other households that each of us have to support, there's always this like gorilla on your back that is like, you better work. All right, now she posted because a lot of people were weighing in with their opinions, mm-hmm. right? Like, oh, he's worth two hundred million. Why are you splitting everything fifty fifty? He should be paying for this. He should be paying for that. Y'all roommates. I saw a lot of people weighing in. Wow. Now she responded, "Every household is different, and doing what's best for you and yours is the key." And what some don't understand is that I'm one hundred percent responsible for three other households, and D has even more. The majority of those households are elderly people and minors. We both come from families that step up to help care for children or elderly relatives so being able to be with someone who meets me halfway and lightens my load gives me peace and support he's offered to cover me trust but that's not my ministry nor brings me peace all that to say I love how we recognize that there's billions of ways to exist and you just gotta find what's right for you that brings you peace I found mine right to each his own yeah find what works for you there's some women that don't want to be coddled and just taken care of they want to put in they want to do what they what they can do and if she can afford to do that like i'm sure like she said he's offered to cover it if she's their money is together regardless right right so they're married and i'm sure whatever she needs she can take care of whatever so it might be some household bills and they're like look i do my part you do your part that's the agreement that they have yeah nothing wrong with that and she can do that all right now speaking of couples and 50 50 and all of this jay-z and beyonce have made the most expensive real estate deal ever in California. We talked about this, right? They bought a $200 million house in Malibu, California. Not just a house. I mean, it's like a compound. Well, it turns out that they paid for that cash, Mm -hmm. according to reports. All right, sources with direct knowledge told TMZ that they paid that for that 30,000-square-foot Malibu mansion. She probably went 50-50 on it. Right. I mean, she's got some money, too. You put a buck in, I put a buck in. Let's go. Right, so his net worth is $2.5 billion. And last year, they estimated that Beyonce's net worth is just shy of $500 million, but she's doing this Renaissance tour, which is going to make more than a billion dollars. So there you have it, all right? 
There we go. I'm not mad at it. And Danny Lay, by the way, posted that she worked on Beyonce's Renaissance tour. She said it was an honor and such a blessing. So shout out to her for choreography. Mm. We can never forget that Danny Lay also did choreography for Prince early really? on. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big deal. Prince personally had her do some choreography. All right, now let's talk about Carmelo Anthony. He just an hour ago shared a video montage of some of his greatest career moments. And he wrote, thank you on social media. He is officially retiring. He has announced his retirement at age 38 after 19 NBA seasons. Here is some of that montage. Now the time has come for me to say goodbye to the court where I made my name, to the game that gave me purpose and pride. But this bittersweet goodbye to the NBA, I'm excited about what the future holds for me. When people ask what I believe my legacy is, it's not my feats on the court that come to mind, nor the awards or praise, because my story has always been more than basketball. My legacy, my son, I will forever continue through you, because the time has come for you to carry this torch. That is dope. He passed the torch to his son, yeah, to Kyan. Yeah, and Kyan is nice. Yeah, he's 16 years old. Yeah. So congratulations to him. Quite an amazing career. That's right. You can't, can't, what? He did it his way. He did it his way. Yeah, so, and that's that. And speaking of basketball players, I don't know if you saw this. Um, people believe that Jimmy Butler was trying to shoot his shot uh, at Young Miami, who was courtside. People were on social media. They were like, to Young Miami, I see you at the Heat game trying to, um, Something Jimmy Butler, I can't say the word. And then she said, who said that? And then she put laughing emojis. And um, yeah, because you could see him saying something to her. Right. At the game. Can't knock it. Can't. All right. Well, that is your Yeetie. And when we come back, we have Under the Radar. These are the stories that are not necessarily headline news stories, but we feel like you need to know about them. I saw some really interesting ones over the weekend. So we'll get into that when we come back. It's Way Up with Angela Yee. This is the news that relates to you. These stories are flying under the radar. All right, it's Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee and... New Mano! <laughs> let's go, Navy. <laughs> let's go, Navy. Uh, okay, so let's discuss bachelor parties. What percentage would you say of Americans have cheated on their partners while attending bachelor parties? 95. 70, Mano. I don't know which ones you're at, but over 70%. <laughs> I mean, that's not far. So twenty percent. I think it also depends on your definition of cheating, because some people consider lap dances cheating. Is that cheating for you? A lap dance? No, I don't think so. I think um, for me, it is any type of sex, whether it's right. Can I say oral? Yeah. So I said ninety-five percent of people in seventy-five percent people did it. Over so seventy. All, all men. Now, the most unfaithful state was Delaware, with nearly eighty-nine of their residents admitting to cheating on their partners while attending bachelor or bachelorette parties. Oh, they doing it! And now, as far as people getting married and it being the last hurrah, they said that uh, number is mm, about eleven point two percent. Yes. No. What? You think it's more than that? Is it last hurrah? Imagine you get married and then you find out the person that you are mar- that you married cheated at their bachelor party. What what do, what are you going to do? You you already married. I know, but that you're not supposed to cheat, period. I don't know how I would feel about that. You can't do that. All right. It's funny cuz we saying how my cousin got married over uh-huh. the weekend. Her fiance, they went hiking. Um him and his boys. That's what they did. 
I mean, for the bachelor party, that strip is up there on the hill. No, okay. Anyway, Instagram is planning to release a text-based app that's going to compete with Twitter, and it's going to debut as soon as next month. So they're testing that product with influencers and some creators, according to the report. I think this is the time if you want to launch something to compete with Twitter. Obviously, Meta, which owns Instagram and Facebook, is the platform to do that. Twitter's out of pocket now. Yeah, people have a lot of issues with Twitter right now. People have to pay for certain things. If you want to come for them, and there's a lot of people that are looking for an alternative, this is it. All right? And as far as iPhones, let's talk about that. They're saying iPhones will be able to speak in your voice within um, 15 minutes of training. There's a new bundle of features designed for cognitive vision, hearing, and mobility accessibility. Mm, mm, mm. There's a new personal voice feature for people who may lose their ability to speak. So you can create a synthesized voice that sounds just like them. You can create a personal voice by reading a set of text prompts allowed for a total of 15 minutes of audio on your iPhone or iPad and then it can go ahead and do your voice. It's basically AI. Numeno! Yeah, definitely. Yes. Numeno! <laughs> Listen, I don't know and I saw um, Rashad from Earn Your Leisure. He was showing that they can also come up with great Instagram captions in your like how so you So this is just straight up AI. Yeah. This is it. This is it. We don't even need to exist anymore. They don't even need us. Yeah, they don't need us. All right, and more women are suing the state of Texas. They're saying the anti-abortion laws there have harmed them. There's already a lawsuit that has been filed by five different women that was filed in March and two doctors who say that pregnant patients are being denied abortions under Texas's law, even though these women were facing serious medical complications. That is so crazy. Well, now eight more women are joining that lawsuit and saying that these bans have put their health or lives at risk while facing pregnancy-related medical emergencies so now the total number of plaintiffs is at 15 mm. all right so they need to clarify the meaning of medical exceptions in that state's anti-abortion statutes and that's the problem right sometimes women's lives can be at risk but because of the law in texas these women don't have access to what it is that they need to save their own lives potentially all right well that is your under the radar and we do have the way up mix at the top of the hour plus ll cool j is going to be joining us as a ll cool j mix ll has a lot of hits of course he does it's ll cool j yes and he has this force tour that's mm-hmm. happening it's going to be um we should go to we should go see it at the barclays but he's going to have some legends in hip-hop you know it's 50 years of hip-hop this that's year right. so there's a lot of great things happening he has a book we're going to talk to him about all of that it's way up with angela yee hey ladies it's angela yee may is high blood pressure education month it's crucial for us especially as black women to focus on our heart health we pour our heart and soul into every aspect of our lives but often our own health takes a back seat that's where release the pressure comes in it's all about us black women seeing self-care as an essential act of self-preservation whether it's for yourself your family or our community your health is invaluable let's help get to our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health here's how you can join in Head on over to iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. Let's make our health a priority. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP today. Together, we can make a difference in our health and our lives. Join us and let's take care of our hearts together. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. 
and catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Just like to talk like they Angela Yee, like they Angela Yee. Man, she's spilling it all. This is Yee Way up. Yes, it's way up at Angela Yee. I'm Angela Yee. And yes, yes, there we go. New Mano is here with us. And we've been going back and forth over this fight. Mm -hmm. All right. That happened over the weekend. Devin Haney versus Lomachenko at the MGM Grand in Vegas. And I saw a lot of controversy online because Devin Haney did win the fight, according to the judges. But some people feel like it wasn't. It was a very, 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 very close fight. It was a unanimous decision, according to the judges, right, in favor of Devin Haney. And uh, Lomachenko himself does not feel like he lost that fight. Here's what he had to say afterwards. During all fight, I control the fight, and uh, I, I win in this fight. So for me, of course, it was a big surprise. For me, it's a big, big question. What happened? See, now, do you agree that he controlled the fight, the whole fight? I, I, I'm not going to say he controlled the whole fight because uh, Haney, you know, most of the fight, he was trying to apply a lot of pressure to him. But the fight was close. It was very close. I mean, to me, the most decisive rounds was 11 and 12. He decisively beat Haney in 11 and Haney decisively beat him in 12. Now, there was other rounds that, you know, Haney may have out, outscored him. Um, but it was a close fight. I would have been cool with a draw. Okay, you would have been cool with a draw. Yeah, I would have been cool with a draw. Who landed more punches? Um, I, I don't. I, they they gonna see see. This is the thing. Haney was punching him in the, in his in his left uh, ribs. Right. The whole fight. And like, Haney's dad. He's famous for that. Right. It was a body thing. Um, but my whole thing. It wasn't a unanimous a unanimous decision for me. It, if it was a split decision, I could see that more. It definitely wasn't unanimous. Well, Here's what Devin Haney had to say afterward. At the end of the day, the people can say what they want to say. The judges had a unanimous decision. That's all that matters is is the judges. Mm. And uh, each judge was was you know on the same page uh, when it came to that decision. So I got the victory. 
Okay, see, he's right about that. And this is the question that people have been asking even before this fight to both Javante Davis and Devin Haney. Here's what Devin Haney had to say about fighting Javante. Me and Tank is a is a massive fight, and um, you know it's going to happen sooner than later. Yeah. He said it's going to happen sooner than later. Yeah. And people, and listen, for Devin Haney, for his part, he said this proves that he can really be a draw, right? Because everybody's talking about this fight right now and even afterward. And here is Javante Davis responding to uh, Devin Haney. And he's asked whether he thinks that he's better than, um, you know, who he could beat. And here's what he had to say. Cannot touch me at all. They all been in the ring with me. They all been in the ring and I cracked both of them. I cracked both of them. <laughs> and he's talking about um, Shakur Stevenson and Devin Haney. Okay. Right. And here's what Shakur Stevenson had to say in the ring after this fight, too. Lomachenko should be undisputed champion. He won. He landed the cleaner punches. What you saw tonight means that if Devin Haney decides to stay at 135, you could potentially get a shot at the undisputed title. How much do you want that fight? Let's make it happen. I think that should happen next. I think um, Devin not on my level, and I'm going to show it. Woo. So you think it could have been a draw, and you would have been okay with that? I think okay it could have been that. a draw. I would have been okay, okay with that. Because you have seen Lomachenko winning. I could have saw that too. I could. It was very close. It was, I mean, it wasn't a decisive win. So you know, it, it's it's always like that when it's not clear, you know, in the eyes of the people. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to see uh, him fight Javante. I'm leaning way more towards Javante. Okay, that'd be. And a I big like fight. I like Devin Haney a lot. Yeah, me too. That's your nephew. I thought it is not my nephew. He's your godson. Or but no, Mo, my friend Ingrid, that's her stepson. And so, but yes, I do. Um, I do look at Devin Haney like he's my little nephew. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching him box since he's, you know, been that's really right. young. There will be no Devin Haney slander over here. Yeah. Now, listen, I'm a fan. And I did think like it was going to be more of a decisive win. Because right. coming into this fight, I was like, yes, it's, it's on. But you know, I mean, that's what we want to see. People a fan of boxing, see knockouts. Yeah, and look, the, this is what the judges decided, and I've seen other judges, boxers say that it is hey, what listen, the judges' decision is. And, and like you said, it wasn't a decisive one right. either way, so it could have right. went either way. Could have, could have went. Because if Lomachenko would have won, people would have been like, "But I think he more, stole, they stole it." Right, but I think if people, if if it was a draw, I think people would have been satisfied with that because it's like, okay, they clearly. You know, it was so close that they gave it a draw, and we got to do it again. I think people would have been more satisfied with that. Now, let me ask you this. When you're the champ, right, mm-hmm. does somebody have to beat you decisively? I mean, they supposed to. Well, uh, Lomachenko's team is intending to appeal this decision loss to Devin Haney. So they're saying this is the biggest robbery in the daylight. Haney's team mm. got Christmas in the summer. Wow. Now, realistically, they're saying there would seem to be almost no chance of this appeal actually overturning Haney's win. And there are many questions about where Haney will even go from here as it pertains to moving up in weight or not. But they feel like they definitely could have won. And they said they are going to appeal. All right. I've never seen it get overturned. Yeah, let's see. We'll see what happens. All right. Well, that is um, your Yeetie. That was all about boxing. (laughs) But, you know, how to do it. All right. Now, you know it's a Monday, so you know what that means. Main ovation. It's time for some Monday main ovation, baby. And I cannot wait to hear what you have for us today. I know you've been out all night. (laughs) I know you've been having a lot of stuff going on. You showed me some struggle basketball clips of yourself. You see me getting busy (laughs) at 7.30 in the morning. Uh, When we come back, we got Monday main ovation. It's Way Up with Angela Yee. Yeah, she back at it. 
Bring it, bring in the back. Up with Angela Yee is on. All right, it is way up with Angela Yee, and yeah. we have a really special guest in the building. I wasn't sure who he was at first, so I had to ask him his name. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello, Cool J is here. What's up? What's up? We just had a conversation about if he's ever had to introduce himself like yeah. someone doesn't know, and he swears it has. No one ever recognizes me. That's ever. a lie. Ever, <laughs> never. I'm never recognized everywhere I go. Nobody but, knows me. But congratulations on everything. I mean, it's amazing. I can remember like first hearing LL Cool J myself. You know, coming up and you were only probably like 16 years old, a skinny kid dancing yeah. in front of a radio. Yeah, <laughs> it's absolute facts. You know, I'm very grateful. You know what I mean? Like having fun with it. That's what it's about, right? Like you you dream it, then make it happen and dream some more and then make that happen. You I know. know. Who would have thought that this much later, like you're about to be back on tour. This mm -hmm. has been 30 years since you've done arena tours. Yes. Right. Who could have ever thought that it would be like this. I remember you said you had to explain what hip hop was. Oh yeah. When you definitely. first started performing. 100%. Like I was in Maine, I did a concert in Maine and um you know, they had never seen it before at all. I was explaining to them what the DJ was doing, my DJ cup created <laughs> with records going back and forth, telling them I'm rapping, this is a beat. I had to take them do a complete tutorial, you know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. and a lot of places I went, it was that kind of a vibe. We were like breaking new ground. There were no managers there was no market you know it was just like kind of a new world you know? and you know what else i realized about you too now that i put everything back into perspective right so doing songs like everybody always used to be like i need to do what i need love song yeah you know every yeah. hip-hop artist at some point felt like they needed one of those like songs for the ladies that was yeah. like a deep heartfelt song did you have any idea what type of impact that was going to have and did you think it would be risky to put something like that out when you did it well i never paid attention to risk when I made a love song, I just made it because that's what I wanted to make. It didn't matter if somebody felt like if I if like someone needed to judge me a certain way or wanted to change my brand a certain way in there. I, like I didn't care about that. All I cared about was being true to who I am as an artist. And that's all I still care about. You know, what you mean? could do it. I need love. But then the next minute you want to knock someone out. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, but we all have different we sides, all right? <laughs> we all have different sides, right? You ain't going to just be one person. You now, know what, what I'm saying? You, what made you write that? What was going on? Mama said knock uh, you out. So that record came <laughs> off when I did um, a Walking with a Panther, the album cover and all of that. That was a time when I introduced a lot of diamonds and ice and jewelry and champagne yeah and all of that <laughs> like i really brought a lot of that to the world to the world of hip-hop you know i've been, been uptown a lot i've you know hang on a lot of dudes uptown and and that was just what i was doing every day to my for what my friends did and it kind of rubbed off on me and so i presented that in my music presented that to the world well i got a lot of backlash at that time because mm -hmm. that didn't become popular to maybe 10 years later or seven eight years later it, right. it, it ended up getting popular later so when i initially did it it was like <laughs> you know, it was like, oh, you, you, you doing this, you think you this, you think you that. So the knock you out record was about showing people that just because I made this celebratory album, Panther, doesn't mean that I can't do other things. Right. I'll knock you out with so, this bottle. Yeah. Well, well, no, nah, with the spirit. Yeah, that too. We could do that too. But, you know, that's a lot of stitches. But it definitely was just about like just showing people what I'm capable of. It's just like with the new record that I worked on. You mm -hmm. know, it's. Um, of course. Yeah. The, full, the album. I'm oh, talking about the whole the whole record. I just want to show people what's possible. You know? I tried to call Q-Tip about that too right before you got here. Mm -hmm. I was like, all right, LL's coming up here. I need some, you know, I was trying to get some details. And he was so tight-lipped. He was like, it's done. Yo, it's done. That's nah. all he would tell me. Yo, the record is done. <laughs> and it's, um, I think he did a, an amazing job. I think he's a brilliant dude. How did that conversation even happen with you and Q-Tip to decide, all right, let's do this album together. I want you to executive produce. So the real story is that um, I started off, I did about 30 or 40 songs with Dr. Dre. Mm -hmm. I felt like the music was 
amazing. What Dre was bringing to the table was super dope, but I felt like the writing, what I was bringing to these songs, it didn't feel strong enough to me. It didn't feel like, I didn't feel like I was expressing, I was getting out of me what I was feeling. So I took a pause. Me and Dre just kind of paused for a minute and I ended up having a dream. And in this dream, Fife Dog from from um, a tribe called Quest came to me. When he came to me in a dream, he's like, yo, that, that album you're going to do with Dre is going to be dope. And I'm looking at him, but he's like smirking a little bit. Like he had a funny look on his <laughs> face. And I'm like, well, why are you looking like that? It was, and then he just had that Cheshire Cat grin. So finally woke up. And then over the course of a day or two, I just felt like, you know, Q-Tip was on my spirit. So I just called him. He picked up on the first, first um, ring. He's like, yo, what up? I'm like, yo, I want to do an album, man. He's like, well, what you want to do? I said, I just want some pickle juice, hot sauce. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted like the most flavorful, most, you know. And um, we went and did the record and then the rest is history. So you really live, breathe, sleep and dream hip hop. <laughs> uh, there's no question about that. I mean, there's no question about that. I mean, I've been a, a fan since I was eight or nine, grew up in it. At 16, I turned professional. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. What was it like going out on the road like that at such a young age? I mean, it was it was amazing. Instead of the prom, I went on tour. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, it's a, a big difference. It's a huge difference. You know what I'm saying? I've never been to a prom. All right, we are talking to the legend, LL Cool J. I always say his name like that. What made you decide now, like, back to arena? Because that's a long time to take off from doing arena tours. 30 years? Yeah. I mean, and you could have been doing this. So what made you not do it? Just busy. One mm -hmm. thing I learned early on is don't limit yourself. Try different things. I had 10 platinum albums in a row. Mm-hmm. I wanted to try something else. <laughs> and I said, okay, let me try TV. And we get we do a 14-year run. I thought it was going to last two years. You didn't know. I didn't know it was going to last 14 <laughs> years. But I'm not going to quit and leave these people hanging. Right. If I say I'm going to do something, I do it. Right. So I, I committed. So is Rock the Bells your favorite song? I have to ask you that because obviously no. you have the whole Rock the Bells No, it's not my franchise. So I'm like, this got to be like, I mean, the way it starts, I think, is iconic. It is. Right? The way that it just comes in. But I'm like, is this his... No, nah, it's not my favorite song. What that's about is, look, the real thing about that is a long time ago, those guys were running around with the Rock the Bells tour. And I was okay with it a uh -huh. little bit for a minute. And then one day they called me up and tried to offer me, <laughs> so, you know, a, a, a feed it. I, 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 like I was staring at the phone looking at it. I said, so you running around with my IP mm -hmm. and then you call me with that? Let me get that back. Ooh, if you they would have just kept back. quiet, maybe it would have yeah, just yeah, kept they, yeah, yeah, you got to run that back. So I went, I just took it back. You know, I took it because I thought it was, what it was doing was good for hip hop. So that's why I didn't have a problem with it. So I took it and then I, you know, turned it into what it is now. So right. now it's content, it's commerce, it's experiences, it's lifting up all of these artists. There's been this huge resurgence yes. in timeless artists. And, you know, Rock the Bells, the team at Rock the Bells is hugely responsible, largely for a lot of this big resurgence that we're feeling in this 50 years of hip hop. Like, you know, before it was like people didn't even want to stand next to certain people. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, I'm embarrassed. Oh, I got to pretend I'm 14 forever. Oh, right. oh, I have right. No, I don't have to do that. You don't. You know what I'm saying? Because if Bono can be who he is and Tom Cruise can be who he is, you know, and Mick Jagger can be who he is, then LL Cool J can be who he is. I don't have to stand next to anybody else to appear to be something else. Like, yeah, hip-hop is growing up. It's not... It's okay. Yeah, it's fine for it's that okay. to happen. I'm good with that. So that's how I kind of approached it. You know what I'm saying? So now... I look at it and I look at the way the artists are being treated. I look at the success. I look at the resurgence. I look at all the shows they're doing. That makes me feel amazing. And I love the fact that it's cross-generational. So when we do the Grammys, it's like, you know what? Get Lil Baby. 
Get Glorilla. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Get Lil Uzi. Let's, um, you know, 50 question. years of hip hop. Yeah. Let's celebrate it's for, all. It's for all the generations. That's the beauty of it, right? So, like, I want to see guys like Fabio succeed and I want to see these different artists do well. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's great when they, sample, when they sample some of the, because it makes people really go back and be like, oh, this is where this came from. It and does. I think that's amazing when it people is. do that, too. It is. Well, yeah. Because it doesn't bother you when people sample your music. As long as I like the song. <laughs> as long as I like the song. If I don't like, like the song, I'm not going to click. out of here. Okay. Uh, it depends because you know some people I don't like hating on guys I don't like I don't like interrupting people's creativity mm -hmm. by blocking clearances I don't really do that a lot I'd have to really not like the wrecked song to do that but other than that I try to I try to be good about that because right. I, I want to treat people the way I want to be treated LL Cool J is here joining us we are talking about his tour 50 years of hip hop his history maybe there's a movie coming we'll get into it it's Way Up with Angela Yee Hey ladies, it's Angela Yee. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month. It's crucial for us, especially as black women, to focus on our heart health. We pour our heart and soul into every aspect of our lives, but often our own health takes a back seat. That's where Release the Pressure comes in. It's all about us, black women, seeing self-care as an essential act of self-preservation. Whether it's for yourself, your family, or our community, your health is invaluable. Let's help get to our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Here's how you can join in. Head on over to iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. Let's make our health a priority. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP today. Together, we can make a difference in our health and our lives. Join us and let's take care of our hearts together. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now back at it. You way up with Angela Yee. What's up? It's way up with Angela Yee, and I'm talking to LL Cool J. You also have a book coming out. Oh yeah, yeah. So um, I have a book 
is the the streets win. It's called the street, LL Cool J presents the streets win. Mm-hmm. Uh, Fifty years of hip hop greatness. And what I have is I have essays from all of the the different people in hip hop over the years. So everybody from Dr. Dre to to a Mary J. Blige, from a Snoop Dogg to an <laughs> Eminem to a all of the different different art Q Tip, you know, just different acts. And it's all essays, so it's straight from the horse's mouth talking about hip-hop and talking about hip-hop culture, how they started, what they love, what they don't like. So I got the real stories in this book. Yeah, I think it's good that we also have a chance to hear some of these stories now. Because I think as hip-hop is growing up and some of the artists that we might have grew up listening to who are still out here working, now they're going and telling their stories. But some of them you're like, oh, damn, I don't know if that was... Because when you're telling your (laughs) stories, sometimes you're telling other people's stories, too. Well, I mean, you you know, And that's hard. That's a hard balance. It ain't really a hard balance at all. Don't put no names in it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Don't put no names in it. I'm telling the whole story. Just ain't no names in the joint. Does it it bother you if people have some LL stories and they put you in? I mean, it is what it is. It's going to be what it's going to be. You're like, I put out books. It's fine. I mean, it is what it is. No, it ain't nothing fine, but it it is what it is. I'm like everybody else. Don't tell on me either. You know what I mean? (laughs) I ain't volunteering to get snitched on. But uh, nah, I mean, the stories are what the stories are. I mean, we all live life. How much do you think it helps you to get married at a young age, too? Because that probably kept you out of a lot of... I mean, Help with I, what? I read your book, so I know you're... But I'm saying... But <laughs> as far what? as being more grounded, you know, because I feel like you could have been way wilder. <laughs> For real. A little wild, but you could have been way wilder. Could I have been? <laughs> All right, you um, was kind of bad in, a, in, nah, your, in your own words in your book. No, no, no. But I'm just saying it does... I think family does sometimes make you feel a little bit more responsible. Definitely. I, look, look, in my life, I was always about quality, not quantity. Okay. You know what I mean? So, you know, to each his own. <laughs> Your leg's shaking. I don't know. You're yeah, right I'm now. nervous. Okay. <laughs> I'm extremely nervous. You make me very nervous Why? with I these just... questions. I'm very, well, no, I'm, uh, I'm shaking in my boots over w- here. What I was getting to was you do have four children, <laughs> yes. right? So one of your, your daughters, is she an artist now? You're... One, She's a songwriter. She's a songwriter. She, she just okay. graduated from the Berkeley College of Music. All right. We are talking to the legend, LL Cool J. I always say his name like that. How do you yeah. feel about her being in I the music business? Is that a... I think it's amazing. It's what she wants. Right. What I try to do with my family and my kids and all of them, even with Simone, is just be a facilitator of dreams. She wanted to do her jewelry line. I love her jewelry yeah, line. I, I'm not going to lie. It's her and Mary J. Blige. Yeah, they rocking. My daughter, Samaria, she has a denim line, mm-hmm. which does well. You know, my son, he works at Rock the Bells. See, and, it's a, and you kind of instilled, both both of you guys instilled that in your kids, like that creativity. Yeah, I just want them to, I, look, my thing is, Make a contribution to the world. You know, when I was saying something to somebody, I just got some news about um somebody who had passed away that was well known. And um me and my man were talking about how how great of a person he was and uh-huh. how much of a man he was. And what I said to my man is while we were in the mid conversation, I said, you see, we didn't talk about his bank account. Right. That tells you that you got to make an impact on the world. The, the money stuff that can cloud your vision. It's nothing wrong with it. Don't get me wrong. Right. I've always been about you getting money. You can do money. great things for people with money, too. No question. Yeah. I'm very entrepreneurial. Always been about getting and paid. And philanthropic. 100%. Yes. I promise you. However, I just want to just caution people. Remember, that's not what you talk about. Mm-hmm. Nobody talks about Ali's bank account. Right. They don't talk about Miles Davis's bank account. We like it when you're alive. It is fun. It's nice to shop. It's fun to get it all. But nobody talks about that when you're gone. So you have to make an impact. And the impact you make has to be greater than just a dollar. So when, you, when you're mm-hmm. on this radio and when you're building your show and when you, as you're showing the, um, the younger girls and yourself, you know, what's possible, 
that's what this is about. Right, it's not I agree. only about your contract. That and you know, I got my solo deal after I came off the big show and I worked it and all. It's not just about that. It's about what these little girls see when they look at the show, listen to the show, or watch the podcast and all of that. It's about all of that. You feel me? Yeah, no, so, I yeah, definitely yeah, totally yeah. agree with yeah. you. All right, normally we would do Ask Ye next, but LL Cool J is here, so I think we can bump that today. All right, it's way up with Angela Ye. I'm back, 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 and I'm back at it. You vibing way up with Angela Ye. What's up? It's Way Up with Angela Yee, and I am talking to a legend sitting here, LL Cool J. So you introduced us to Foxy Brown. Yeah, and DMX. And DMX. Yeah. yeah, let's not forget that. Yeah. And, and you know what the thing is? It's like... I remember when that first I shot to me, when that came yo. out, I just got to say this. People thought at first, they, were, they thought because she was so hard... They thought it was like a, a, a boy. young boy. Yeah, <laughs> I know. When I that know. first came out, and we I were know. excited when we realized, no, that's a woman. That's, that's Foxy Fox Brown. Buggy. Yeah, yeah, Fox is amazing. Shout out to Foxy. Um, I hope she does some music and comes out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, during this whole celebratory time. Oh, but yeah. you trying to get her to come out? I a, think she should. Yeah, I think, I she, think should. she should. You got to stop at the Barclays. I think that would be legendary. No, I, mean, I, I don't see why she wouldn't. Okay. Come on out. All I mean, right. yo, the Barclays. We're gonna be at the Barclays <laughs> June twenty seventh. We're gonna be at Prudential Center. Um. On June 28th. I love that you know the dates off the top of your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so sure. tell us some of the um, other people that are on the road with you guys. I know so, it's Bone Thugs, De La Soul. Yeah, we got, I got Common in, in mm-hmm. Chicago. I got, yeah, Bone Thugs. I got Ice-T doing some dates. Ooh. I got Queen Latifah. I you got Salt Pepper. You got people popping out that don't Salt pop Pepper. out. Yeah, I got Red Man and Method Man. I got uh, <laughs> uh, so many different artists. Like, it's, it's going to be amazing. You'll yeah. see. Okay. I'm telling you, people, listen. The key to everything I'm doing is it's not about LL. It's about the culture. When you come to these shows, you know, I got MC Light on some shows. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's going to be a vibe. It's going to be, I got Jada Kiss on some shows. All right. We are talking to the legend, LL Cool J. I always say his name like that. Who did you fan out over ever? Like, um, when's the last time you was like excited? <laughs> like, I can't believe I just met this person. Like, do you ever fan out? Because you've met everybody at yeah. this point. But is there anybody that you've gotten excited over? Um. I mean, I, I remember like maybe a f- of quite a few years ago, I met Meryl Streep and I was like, oh, I'm excited to meet Meryl Streep. He's <laughs> like, random said, person. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah. I said, oh, Meryl Streep, this is exciting. I felt I felt a little, you know what I mean? Yeah. I felt excited. Somebody you don't just run yeah, into. Yeah, I was excited. Okay. But a lot of my heroes, you know, a lot of my heroes are my friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, you know, like I'm friends with Denzel, you know what I'm saying? But I still love his work, but yeah. he's my man. You know what I'm saying? So that's a little different. You yeah. know what I mean? But... I love to just see people succeed and win. I'm absolutely the dude that, like, I give it up at the concerts. Mm-hmm. I give it up when people on TV. I'm clapping. I'm dancing. I'm not like I don't. I'm not. I don't do the too good to to be not too, too cool. cool. Not yeah. too cool for school and all that. You what know was what your saying? first concert you ever went to? Ever? Yeah. Oh man, my first concert. You had the Crash Crew sequence, flashing them, and there was a shootout on top of that. I had Whoa. to run up under the stage. I loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. One of those mm-hmm. things where I everybody loved started it. running and you got to run. Yo, when they started to pop, pop, oh, yeah. I jumped over. <laughs> I got over the barricade, went on the stage. I was like, looking at the stage like, this is stage one day. I'm touching the bottom of the stage, looking up. People are screaming and I'm just looking up at the bottom of the stage like, one day I'm going to be on this stage. This is literally what I'm doing. This feels like the beginning yo, of the movie. It was crazy. It was crazy. This it was the craziest moment. I feel like there's an LL Cool J movie coming. I don't know. There could be. I could definitely, you know, I have, I've had people, you know, Michael Bivens, Always bugs me to, yo, yo, that's my man too. He like, yo, you got to do a movie. You do. Yo, bro, you got to do, I, you know, 
I definitely think about it. You know what I'm saying? I've definitely been thinking about doing one um, or a series around my life. I think people would. But I, first thing I want to do is uh, get this record out there because I want to show people what's possible. Okay, so you when know? is it coming out? Let's put a date on it. Yeah, I don't want to put a date on it. <laughs> I don't want to put a date on it. Okay. But it's coming this year. All right. It's coming this year, though. All right. So it's some, sometime this year. Sometime. For sure. No question. That's a fact, for sure. Because we're going to run no, it back. Yeah, no, no, no. Run it back. Yeah, okay. absolutely. Run All that right. back. All right. Well, LL Cool J, thank you so much. This is our first time sitting down having a conversation. I hope we do it again. We will do it. I know again. you're super busy running around, but we'll Productive. be there at the Barclays. Productive. All right. Yeah. Appreciate Productive. You. Thank you. I appreciate you. And when we come back, we have Last Word on a Monday. It's way up. Pick up the phone. Tap in. Tap in and get your voice heard. What the word is. Here's the last word on Way Up with Angela Yee. What's up? It's Way Up with Angela Yee. I'm here and had an amazing day with my BRF, my Real best record up. friend. So, Mayna, how are you feeling today? I'm you made good. it through. Yo, you stayed up all night into the next day. That's right. In the same clothes. Yeah, don't That's stink. Right. I commend you for that. Is, is that... Is that? That's a good thing. It's a positive happening? thing. I, I think a lot of people, if they didn't shower... And they didn't change their clothes. Well, just letting everybody know that. I just, I <laughs> you turned just, your underwear side up. I, I, cut, I, cut, I could have just took a shower and just put my same clothes back on. But I oh, just didn't even, you didn't even do take that. my clothes off. I appreciate it, though. That's dedication. Dedication. Okay? Yeah. Because I think... We weigh up. Men do that. Women don't do that as you much as You shouldn't do that. Do. Don't yeah. try that at home. No, don't try that at home. Please don't try that. I'll be late. I'll be like, look, I'm not going to be on time. I've been late a couple of times to um, when I was on the breakfast club because I was like, I got to take a shower. Really? After being out all night. I can't yeah, not do it. Yeah, women don't try that at home. I and mean, men, y'all really... I'm, I'm, you I'm can gonna, shower, shower. I'm going to go home. And take a nap? Yeah, shower and a nap. A shower and a nap. Is going, yeah, and I'm going to be back at it. That sleep going to be so good. Okay, but um, thank you to LL Cool J for joining us today. We had a great time uh, sitting down and talking to him. I know he's doing a lot right now, just getting ready for this tour that he's doing. He's got a book, um, 50 Years of Hip Hop, and he is one of the legends. Un- Come on, it's like, LL. You like, can't even dispute that. You can't say hip hop without saying LL. Yeah, so um, I'm definitely going to check out that tour. We need to get the box seats. At the Barclays. The box, the suite. Yes, we need the suite, okay? Shout out to the New York Liberty, by the way. I went to that game yesterday. Amazing game. We're going to be at these WNBA games. Mayno, you coming, right? I'm going to pull up. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening. And as usual, y'all have the last word, so let's get into it. 800-292-5150. I work in a a very um, public and visible profession, and... Me and my boozing are actually swingers um, and, like, low-key having OnlyFans. And uh, <laughs> it's just a really fun little secret that we laugh about. Hi, I had a threesome with my baby daddy's sister and her boyfriend. And it wasn't good, really, like, had to go down or whatever. And I was just like, no, it just stinks. So I was just like, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Hey, technically, I have a boyfriend, and he's very caring, da da da. But there's this other boy, well, this other guy that I really like, and I really been feeling him. Like, I'll go see him from time to time, or he'll call me at all times of the day. Like, sometimes I just be at work, he'll call, I don't know. Like, I really feel him, and I don't know how to take that or go about it. Cause I just feel, sometimes I be feeling bad, but other times I just be like, maybe I don't need the guy I'm with.
Hey, Angela Yee. So let me tell you, first of all, I'm in here with this loud mouth Jamaican lady. You hear her? Not loud, but yeah, I was calling you because I got some information to share. And I'm just shame. Shame, shame. I'll try another time. Peace. Turn it all the way up. Angela Yee is way up. Hey, it's Angela Yee from Way Up with Angela Yee. Imagine swapping your car keys for a chance to move your body, better mental health, connecting with your community, and creating memories without spending money. Join me and embrace nature's pace by taking a walk, hike, or a bike ride with Rails to Trails Conservancy, because our time on the trail is so much more than a day outside. Get ideas for getting outside at reelstotrails.org slash iHeart and on social media at Rails to Trails. Hey, ladies, it's Angela Yee. As women, we put our hearts into everything. May is High Blood Pressure Education Month, and it's time to focus on our heart health. Release the Pressure wants to help black women look at self-care as an act of self-preservation. During High Blood Pressure Education Month, let's help get to our goal of 100,000 black women putting their hearts first and learn more about their heart health. Visit iHeartRadio.com slash RTP for official rules and a chance to receive a $1,000 gift card to take care of yourself and prioritize your heart health. That's iHeartRadio.com slash RTP. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. This week, I talked to Tiffany Haddish in a hilarious, deep, thoughtful interview where we dive into family trauma, grief, sobriety, love, and dating. I got a big heart, and I'm very forgiving, but, like, don't abuse it. It's been abused enough. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss this one.